This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Eliza Harvey. It's Thursday the 26th of May. In your Squiz today, a deadly school shooting in the US. Foreign Minister Penny Wong heads to the Pacific. Heart health and turning off the TV. And a couple of notable collector's items. This is your Squiz today. Devastating news out of the US with another school shooting claiming the lives of 19 children and two adults. It's the deadliest attack on an American school since the Sandy Hook massacre in Connecticut in 2012. The 18-year-old gunman is also dead. Take us through what's known about the shooting so far, Eliza. Well, we know that his name was Salvador Ramos, that he was a local in the town of Uvalde, and that he bought two assault rifles last week just after his 18th birthday. Uh, Local police say there were two separate shootings. The first was his grandmother, who's now in a critical condition. Uh, He'd actually posted on Facebook that he was going to shoot her, and then he was going to go and shoot people at an elementary school, which is our version of a primary school. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott said he entered the building through the back door. He went into a classroom and he locked it and then he opened fire. Uh, Reports say that he'd recently moved in with his grandmother and his long-term neighbour, Ruben Flores, told American TV that he was a quiet boy and that his mother had never really showed him love. It's brought the conversations about gun laws in America right to the forefront again. President Joe Biden is demanding action, saying, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? But if the past is anything to go by, the chance of change is pretty slim. I think that many lost hope for change or even reform after Sandy Hook. Uh, That shocked the nation, but not enough to get past the power of the gun lobby in that country. The numbers here tell a particularly disturbing story. Yesterday was America's 27th school shooting, the 212th mass shooting this year. And Biden yesterday was angry. He was upset, exasperated. Uh, This is a man who's buried two children himself. Uh, He said it was time for what he calls common sense law changes like background checks on gun owners and restrictions on automatic weapons, which he said are weapons of war. It comes as well as the National Rifle Association, which opposes gun restrictions, is holding its annual convention in Texas on Friday. This shooting happened in Texas. It will be attended by Texas Governor Greg Abbott, Senator Ted Cruz and former President Donald Trump. The kids were aged between 7 and 10 years old and were set to start their summer holidays later this week. As we said, it's a very devastating story. As we mentioned yesterday, China's Foreign Minister Wang Yi started his Pacific tour with a visit to the Solomon Islands. Our own Foreign Minister Penny Wong is also wasting no time getting to the region. No, she's heading to Fiji today to meet PM Frank Bainimarama and start her prep for the Pacific Islands Forum, which is meeting there in July. And as you say, her visit coincides with Wang Yi. They're not going to be in the same countries at the same time. He's going to Fiji next week for a Foreign Minister's 
meeting. And it's emerged that he'll be seeking a region-wide deal covering policing, security and data communications cooperation. A draft uh, communique of the meeting was circulated amongst those ministers and that's got some pushback already from the Federated States of Micronesia President David Panuello. He said that the proposal should be rejected over fears it could spark a new Cold War between China and the West. We can expect to hear more as these visits unfold over the next few days. The economy and cost of living were big issues during the election and they're big issues facing the new Albanese government. New Treasurer Jim Chalmers says he wants to be upfront with Australians about just how big the economic challenges are right now. Yeah, and he laid out the challenges yesterday, rising inflation and interest rates, the fall in real wages and record high government debt. That's $1 trillion of debt. He said no government can flick a switch and make that disappear. So there was some expectation management here from the new treasurer. He said we needed a, quote, big national honest conversation about the problems the country was facing as we emerged from the pandemic. Rising inflation, interest rates, the fall in real wages, record high government debt, definitely some big challenges for the government. Labor will be handing down their budget in October. Before we leave politics news for the day, a look at this week's shortcut topic. The dust has had a few more days to settle now, so you and Claire take a look at the wash-up from the election result. Yeah, we take a deep dive into the election, the result itself and how it differs from previous years, the trends, the teals and what it all means for the next parliament. It's a great wrap up of where it all landed. So if you just want a quick 10 minute summary of the state of affairs post 2022 election, it's a good one to listen to. Just search for Squiz Shortcuts in your podcasting app. In health news now, a new study from the University of Hong Kong has found that watching less TV could cut heart disease. Bad news for couch potatoes. Yeah, so the study has found that 11% of cases of heart disease could be prevented if people cut their TV time to less than an hour a day. Uh, Previous studies had already identified this association between watching TV and the buildup of cholesterol and glucose in the body. And researchers from Hong Kong Uni say that this is all leading to rising rates of heart disease. The trend held up across all ages and people at genetic risk of heart disease. It doesn't seem to apply to those who sit in front of a screen all day, perhaps at work, uh, because they aren't eating and drinking like many do while they're just relaxing watching a TV show. Some some things to think about there. (laughs) One stat to take away, those who watch an hour or less a day of TV had a 16% lower risk of developing heart disease compared to those who watch four or more hours a day. We love a good auction story here at The Squiz, and this one has a few twists and turns. A blue and white gingham dress worn by Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz has been withdrawn from auction after a woman has come forward to claim that it's actually hers. It was set to fetch a huge price, Eliza. Yeah, it was on track to sell for up to $1.2 million, would you believe? So this dress is quite fascinating, or the story behind it. It had been lost, then it was rediscovered at the Catholic University of America last year, so it went 
went into a big auction of Hollywood memorabilia that was about to go under the hammer. Uh, But then a district judge blocked that auction after hearing a lawsuit filed by the niece of Father Gilbert Hartke, who worked at the uni and was apparently given the dress in the 70s, and the niece now says it belongs to her. The uni says now that it looks forward to being able to present its side of the story to the judge. It was found last year in a shoebox before it went uh, up to auction, (laughs) so I like how these items that are so valuable are often found just stashed away in a dusty corner somewhere. While we are speaking of auctions, a set of Victorian number plates just sold for 2.8 million bucks. The plates just have the number 14 on them. Apparently a lot of cash out there for heritage number plates. They are quite the collector's items. Squeeze the day, Eliza. What's something to take note of today? It's National Sorry Day, which is a really important day where we recognise the mistreatment of Indigenous people over our history. And this all comes before Reconciliation Week next week. Yeah, good one to take note of. It's also Australia's biggest morning tea today, raising money for cancer. So if you've got a cuppa and a cake on, enjoy. It's also Chardonnay Day, if that is particularly your beverage of choice. But it is also a very sad day for us here at The Squiz because, Eliza, this is your very last podcast with us. I know. I can't really believe it, to be honest. <laughs> I'm really, I can't either. I know. I'm really going to miss it, particularly the team. Uh, and I'm leaving before I could persuade Claire that trifle is an inferior dessert option. So that is very disappointing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to work at a comms company, which will be great, uh, but really looking forward to tuning in every morning. We are very much going to miss you. I know I speak on behalf of the whole team. No chance of convincing Claire on the trifle v cake debate, (laughs) I'm afraid. But it has been wonderful having you with us here on the podcast on Squiz today and on Shortcuts as well. And I know we all wish you the very, very best. That is all from us today. Have a good Thursday and we will be back with you tomorrow.